Okay, we're learning Daphne Ches. We're starting from the bottom mission, Yudzayin Amid Beis. <clears throat> so now we talk about things that aren't supposed to be done on Yantif. And it's really, in a sense, a continuation of all Masachas Beitza. And I mean, really, all Masachas Beitza is about Yantif, but we're talking specifically here with maybe discrepancies in Hilchos Yantif and Hilchos Shabbos. So the Mishnah here says, Cholios Achar Shabbos. If Yantif falls on a Sunday. So we know there's a din that on the regal, a person is supposed to be tar. So it didn't really today. Not sure if it's still just a minnow, the din, and rabbanon. But back in the day when they actually had kod, like kachim being eaten and, and, and tumah and, and taharis, it was very important that a person was matar himself before the regal. Chayavad matar atzim of regal is absolute chiyav. So the shaila is if Yantav is a Sunday, are you allowed to go to the mikvah on Shabbos to prepare? Also, not only is a question for the person, it's also a question for the kalim. If there's a bunch of kalim that are around, you want to make sure you have your utensils, everything's tar, ready to go for the Yantav, and a lot of carbonates are going to be around. So the shaila is, what's the din? So chalas achar Shabbos yantiv is Sunday. Bishami yomer etzim as a couple of things Shabbos. You have to be table everything before Shabbos, whether it's a person or a kli. Bishami holds. We'll have to see the reason, but nothing can be told on Shabbos. We still omerim kelim with neil Shabbos falling b'Shabbos. I agree with you for the kelim. All the utensils have to be told before Shabbos, but a person is allowed to be mitar himself on Shabbos. We'll have to see what's the difference in Basil's view between a person and kelim. Everybody agrees. You can do something called hashaka on. Um, you can do something called hashaka. That's not a problem. So if you have, let's say, tummy water, it's a very interesting series of That if tummy water becomes connected, it kisses as hashaka becomes connected on some level to mikvah water, and automatically the tummy water becomes pure. So, so it's an interesting thing that that's allowed to be done. You're allowed to do hashaka. Ashaka could be done. Mishra mentions a stone clue. We'll have to see. He mentions doing a stone clue. What's the why is it mentioning that? Uh, why stone is another, as opposed to metal. Stone is a clear, that's not makabal tumma. It sounds like here you want a dafka be using for some reason when you're doing the hashaka to facilitate the hashaka, you want to make sure that the kli is not something which is susceptible to tumma. We have to understand why that's true. Avulama tefillin, you can't, you can't make, you can't do tefillin. So in the world does that mean? That means you never do tefillin on water. You always do hashaka on water, but it means you can't do the hashaka, you can't facilitate the hashaka with a kli which itself is tumma and you're looking to be matar. So that, that will give us a better clue. So let's say I had a metal cleat, it's tame, and I want to kind of accomplish two things here. I want to do ashraka on the, on, the, on the water and be matar my cleat. That's forbidden to do. Because remember, everybody agrees that there's a ban from toveling um, kalim on Shabbos Yantif here. You can be tovel kalim from one purpose to the other. We'll have to see what in the world that means. If I tovel the cleat for purpose A, I could tovel it now again on Yantif for purpose B. Sounds like that's not usher. Like, what have you ever heard of that? And once you told something for the mikvah, you have to tovel it again for a different purpose, and that's not usher and yantif. Have to see the gemara on that. from one group to another. If you toveled something with the purpose, with the intent of using it for one group, and now you're changing your mind, you want to use it for another group, you could tovel that on yantif again. We have to see what in the world is going on. Is there such a halacha when you tovel something it becomes pure? You have to tovel it again for a different purpose. What exactly is going on? We'll have to see in the gemara. So the Gemara now first, we want to understand what's going on with this din that you're not supposed to be tovel kalim on Shabbos. That was something everybody agreed to. There was a dispute in the Mishnah if a person could go to the mikvah on Shabbos, but everybody agrees that a kli cannot be immersed on Shabbos. My time, what's the reason? Why not? Amar Rabbah, Rabbah answers, We're scared that you're going to carry it. Right? Now, where's the mikvah? Presumably, we're going to see most mikvahs in a person is not in a house or not in his own backyard. Presumably, the mikvahs will walk away. So it's going to lead to Chil Shabbos if you carry it. So therefore, you're not allowed to take something to the mikvah. That's a Shabbos ticket then. What if a person has a private mikvah? 
It's in his backyard. Why should it be also then? I'm a leg. Zera, Baldur, Bachazera, Alter, Baldur, Shazera. We make Xera that was also to take it to the mikvah, even in a private one, also to protect this decree to protect the mikvah, which is in a public domain. Says the, says the Gemara, I'll take Shabbos. Okay, say there, I could understand that decree, don't tovel anything on Shabbos. Yontif, what about toveling on Yontif? Right, on Yontif, what's the halacha? It seems like you also can't take the kale to the mikvah. Says the Gemara, why? On Yontif, remember, if you carry something, you're not over on it, right? So, so what's the pshat? So then Yontif, there shouldn't be a problem of toveling. So the rabbi answers, Xera Yantif Atu Shabbos. We made another Xera. Xera Yantif Atu Shabbos. Very interesting. So on Shabbos, we have a problem that you might come to carry. We made, we made that Xera to include Yantif as well, to keep it simple so that nobody will come to do it on Shabbos. So it's an interesting thing. You might, you know, you might want to you might want to think about it, comparing it to all the abundance. You say Xeria, Xeria or not. The Gemara is kind of going to do that, but we're going to keep it here. We're going to keep it local. I don't know exactly when we do that. We keep it local, and when we make it broad, it's unclear to me. But at least here, the Gemara is going to try to keep it local. So, for the Gemara, Migas, Rinon, this Xeria, you're not allowed to take Caleb to the mikvah. Once we make a decree, do we make a second decree to protect that first decree? What did our mission say? We said that if you have tummy water, you're allowed to do ashaka. It's not a problem to do ashaka. You can put it, let's say, in a stone cle and, and facilitate that the water will touch the tar water, the mikvah. But you can't do tvila. You can't put it in a tummy cle and, and, and kill two birds with one stone, be matar the tummy cle and do ashaka on the mind. That's forbidden. So what do I see? The Isa, if it's true that we make Xeros, Xeros to protect over here by this Xeros toveling on Shabbos, the rabbi should have said you can't do Ashaka on the Tamei Maim, even in the stone Kli. Ought to the case that concern would be confused with the case of immersing in a Tamei metal or wooden Kli. So in other words, if you don't want someone to be tovel a wooden or a metal Kli, that's Tamei. So if you really want to make sure that no one's going to do it, so say you can't go to the mikvah at all. We see in the Mishnah, they didn't say you can't go at all. You're allowed to do Ashaka to Tamei water as long as you're using a stone Kli that can't be Makabal Tamah, and you're just making the Ashaka on the Maim. So we see that the rabbis didn't go so extreme to make a secondary Xera. They just said it's also to be Tovol Kli, but they didn't say it's also to do Ashaka. So if your answer was that they included Yontif as Xera Atu Shabbos, which is itself a Xera that you might come to carry, so we see that they went so extreme. They went here in this Xera as a second to include secondary issues as well. So we should say that they should have done that there as well. They should have asked for doing Ashoka and Mayim, ought to that you might come to use it in, to facilitate it with the Tamikli and Tobol it. So if we see that that they didn't ban, then our question comes back. Mechatesi, that they should ask for to do it on Yantif as well. So the Gemara says, Vatizbra, what you think? You think that there could be any possible any possible issue with doing Hashaka, and this is the way the Gemara is going to explain why they didn't make Xerah on Hashaka as well. If the person has um, water, which is literally, you know, like, good water, it means tar water, I didn't know Hashaka, why in the world is he bothering to be matar the tummy water? Clearly the case is that this guy has no other good water. Even the less name is Zarbu. Usually, if you don't have any good water, you would be very careful with the water you have to make sure it doesn't become Tame. So, a case where your water became Tame and you're actually taking it to the mikvah and yantif, that's the most irregular case of all time. It's an anomaly. It's Mamash Milsa Because if you have extra water, which most people do, you wouldn't be Matar. You wouldn't bother being Matar this Tame water. And if this is the only water you have, you, you would have been super careful about it not to let it become tummy. So the case of having tummy water that you're going to do ashaka to on Yantif is extremely rare. And since it's, it's an extremely rare case, what's the big rule? 
So really the rabbis are including secondary concerns. And that's why they ask her, even on Shabbos, even on Yontif, Gzeir al Shabbos, which is Gzeir al that you might carry Dalat Amos. I give a kasha, why didn't they include Ashoka as well? Third is Ashoka is just very improbable that a person would ever come to be Metahar, Tame water, which he has on Yontif. So again, now we have more kashas in Rabbah. Rabbah is explaining that, well, the reason why you can't tofu in a mikvah, the kalim is xera that you might come to carry it. And we included Shabbos and Yontif as well. So Isveh, it says in the price, it says that you can draw water on Yontif using a tummy bucket and it will become tar. Meaning you can like play around with the system a little bit. You're not allowed to be tovel. You can't, you know, take it to a regular mikvah, aldastim mitarit. But, 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 but if you take it to draw water and it's a well and it happens to be that that well could be mitar, it has that capacity to be mitar, then I could draw water with the bucket to take water and lamaisa mimela, by itself, through that process, the, the bucket will become tummy. You know, the rabbis did not, did not, were not gozer so extreme that you can't even do that. They were gozer, don't take it to be mitarit. But if I'm taking the bucket and I'm drawing water to, to, to draw water on Yantif, then it's okay, even if the cleave will become tahar. So why? Why, why weren't they gozer? If somebody does that, he might come to be tovel. Elamai, what's the answer? We're not making secondary decrees. We're not making xera xera here. So now our question comes back. Why did they ask her Yantif? You told me Atu Shabbos, which is Atu Hotzah. So we see they didn't make it so extreme. They're allowed to draw water even though, even though the clea is becoming tar. The answer is shiny. Also, in that case, it's different. Since in the case there where you're toveling. The only way is mutter is because you're drawing water, meaning they didn't just, they weren't stam, makel. There's a case where you could take it to the mikvah. They were makel when you draw water. So there's something different. There's something clearly different about that case. You're ending up with water, right? You're drawing the water. So then zahru, you're clearly going to remember that that's different. You're not going to, if we allow you to do that, you're not going to come to tovel kalim because this is very different. Here you're drawing water. There you're immersing. It's very different maisa. So therefore, a person wouldn't come to one to the other. Mashainkin, if I told on Yantif, I may very well come. It's the same exact Misa. I may very well come to do that on Shabbos as well. So we're still defended Rabbah. Well, I think what's going on, yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's, it, it's a very good question. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's specific Anyantif this or if the Gemara wanted it to be also Anyantif or the Gemara is comparing things and that's exactly what it is. Is that even on Shabbos where it's also, the fact that you're doing a different Misa will remember, you'll make sure to remember the regular concern. Meaning that's the part. In other words, there's something which anonymously stands out and you'll whatever, you'll bring it to the mikvah before, you'll only do it in a case where it's private. There's something which is on your mind making you remember. I'm not sure. That's a great question. Um, Rashi, Rashi and Taisus have another kasha here, which is very strong. Is that in the Mishnah, um, the Mishnah was saying that if, when, you're, when you're doing Hashaka, you're not allowed to be Matara Kli, right? You could do Hashaka, but you can't use Atomic Kli and be Matara. So over there, you're also doing something different, right? You're, you're doing Hashaka, it's not just you're toveling the Kli. You're, 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 you're doing Hashaka with the Kli, and it should be a different mindset, and still we answered it. Rashi and Taisus struggle with that a little bit, but. It, the basic point is, in our case, it's less discernible that you're, that you're purifying than in that case. In our case, you're like drawing water from a well. So it's like really not discernible. No? What? No, no, no. The word in the Gemara is mitoch, but it's no shaykh, it's the principle of mitoch of Dafi Beis. The principle of mitoch of Dafi Beis is when you're doing a malacha and yantif, but when it's being done in Tzarech Nefesh, so since it could be done in Tzarech it could be done even not with Tzarech 
Over here, there's nothing to do with that. In the Rabbanon, there's a din, you're not allowed to be told. So the question is, are the Rabbanon Mako that I could do it if I'm doing it in a different way? I'm doing a different type of thing than just immersing. Here, I'm not stam immersing. Uh, I'm drawing water. water. The, the Gemara is explaining that since there's something different about the Maisa, you'll remember that that was different than me just down immersing. That make sense? Yeah, you're right. Well, I just read the Gemara. So, the Gemara, we have a Kashu in the Bryce. The Bryce says, If a Bryce became Tommy and Erev Yontif, that's when you're not allowed to. The Bryce adds that the whole day not to be told on Yontif is only where it became Tommy and Erev Yontif. You had a chance to do it before. Be Yontif. If it became Tommy on Yontif, Matvilin also be Yantif. You could tovel it on Yantif. Very interesting. We learned a new thing. The Rabbanon only answered it when you could have done it before. Frank the Gemara, why? Why didn't they make it more extreme? In other words, if Rabbah is right, we're answering even Yantif Atu Shabbos, which is Atu Otsah. So we see we're making secondary decrees. So we should go even where it becomes Tami on Yantif Atu a case. We might confuse with the Kli, which became Tami before Yantif. In other words, in and of itself, we can understand why the Rabbanon only answered it if you could have done it before, not if you couldn't have done it before. But once I see they make Secondary degrees, they should have included that as well. So, for a Kli to become Tami on Yontif is very rare. Why? Because everybody's star. So, how did the Kli become Tami, right? It's rare for, 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 for a Kli to become Tami. And that's why the rabbis weren't goes there. So, it says in the Bible, a Kli, it's from an Avatoma. If a Kli became Tami from an Avatoma, meaning, let's say, a dead Sheret or something like that. Or person who was Tommy ben Avatoma, that's where the halacha, the Brisa clarifies, you can't tell it. If it became Tommy from a Vladatama, from something which was only a Rishon, let's say you know you had a person who became Tommy from an Avatama, so the person is a Rishon, and that person now touches the Kli, so that case, something which becomes Tommy from a Vladatama, then Matthew you could tell it on Yantif. Now, let's just clarify. A Kli becoming Tommy from a Vladatama does not exist by Torah law. By Torah law, a Kli can only become Tommy from an Av. But there's Dine Durabonon in Truma, for those who eat Truma, that sometimes beyond our scope right now. But there are certain times where Durabonon goes there that a Kli could become Tami and Vlad So there's basically a way of saying that the whole Tuma on the Kli is only a Dinma Durabonon. In that case, Matsumino Sobiyantif. You could immerse it in Yantif because you're not really purifying, right? It's still Tarma Daraisa. So you're only purifying it to get rid of the Durabonon Tuma. So there we are lenient. If it's an immersion that's really purifying, that's awesome. But if it's a purification that's only to satisfy the Durabonon of purifying, you can be Mako. Why? It means the niggs are all too hot. If Rabbah was right, we asked her in Yantif Atu Shabbos, which is Atu Otsav, he went so extreme. So we should ask her even toveling a Vlad Atama, Atu a case where it would be a real Avatama. So Rabbah answers, Vlad Where would someone care to tovel his Kli that became Tommy with a Vlad Atama? Only a coin. Because the rabbis only made their, their Xeros of, of a Kli become Tommy from Vlad Atama, Klapi Truma. So since it's only Nageya to a coin, listen to this answer. Koinim's reason, man. Koinim are very, very, very careful. Very careful about halacha. Nothing to do with the base of Mikdash here. Look at this. Even Betruma. They're very careful with halacha. And therefore, why? They wouldn't make a mistake. And if, they, if you tell them they could be tovo kli that was nima b'vlad they wouldn't come to be matar kli shenitma b'avatama. So for the Koinim, we weren't so extreme. Fascinating thing. Everybody else in Klai, so we have to make secondary decrees with this. But for the Koinim, there we could let them tovo the kli shenitma b'vlad so what happened to Anida who's ready to go to the mikvah but the problem is she doesn't have any tar clothing to put on after her immersion so she only has tamekilim 
Right? She doesn't want to wear those. So what does she do? I remember Sir Tovel's She has a harama. What does she do? She immerses with her tummy clothing on. So she's allowed to be matired on, on Shabbos Yantif. But what happens is her kalim, she's not allowed to be matired, right? That's what we learned. Kalim are not allowed to be are not allowed to be immersed. But she goes to the mikvah wearing clothing. She loosens them a little bit so it's not a chatzitza to make sure that that happens. But akopanim, there's no chatzitza, and then the kalim becomes art. So what do we see? That it's not directly immersing the kalim. Therefore, the rabbanon weren't goes there. They did it when she's toveling, just kind of wearing them loosely. So if you misog, the rabbi should have been going very extreme. They should have said, no, she can't tovel kalim even when she's doing it out of her body. It should still be us. Or just like rabbi said, that we're going to be Shabbos, we include secondary decrees over here. So we should have said that it's also for the nida to be matar when she's wearing the begadim. In other words, we shouldn't let begadim ever. So the Gemara says, no, shani hasam, malbush. The same rate sorry we had before by drawing the bucket, drawing water with the bucket. Since over here, it's only a specific case that she's allowed to immerse her kalim. When she herself is going to the mikvah, then she's going to come to remember something very different. In other words, why is it very different? Because she's wearing it. Normally, if you're toveling your, your clothes, what would you do? You take it and you stick it in. That's my say, hey, here, how is she toveling it? She jumps into the mikvah and loosens her clothing. So that's a different way of being with her. It's a different mice. So clearly, she's not going to say, oh, I remember one time I did that. Let me just do this. She's not going to do that. It's a different type of action. Therefore, she'll remember. So bottom line is, Rabba's answer holds up. We've learned one shot on the Mishnah. The reason you can't, Rabbanon legislated not to be Matara Kalim is because you might come to carry on Shabbos, and we included even Yantif, even a secondary Zera in our decree. Says the Gemara Rav Yasef, Rav Yasef says, a second understanding of why you can't be the Matara Kalim on Shabbos and Yantif, Zera Mishom Shita, the Rabbanon were Gezer, because you might come to do Shita. If you have something which you might come to bring out, so that's Shita, which is a total Malabin. It's like cleaning. Because that's the last step in cleaning, is that you, you, you wring out the water and that cleans the baguette. So if somebody would immerse clothing, then they might go ahead and dry it out, which would be over on a dark ride. So therefore, you're not allowed to put, you're not allowed to put all kalim in a mitzvah. That only makes sense for clothing. A fabric that you might wring out. What about most kalim? Most kalim aren't fabrics that you wring out. So, so they're hard utensils, right? Not fabric. So why the Rabbanon goes there, you can't total kalim. It's xer one out to the other. So really, we care about the fabrics. But in order to hold, for our xer to hold up, we made it to encompass even all kalim. So Isve, you have to abide, ask Rav Yosef all of the same questions that we asked on Rabbah. We have that, we ask him Rav Yosef. Why? Because it's the same thing. We make xera, and then we make another xera to protect that one. So we see that we're making even secondary decrees. We ask her, fabrics, and then to protect the fabrics, we ask for all kalim. So all the questions that we ask, that we see we don't make secondary decrees by this there we asked him. They answered exactly the same way that Rabbah did. So the Rabbah and Rabbah for different reasons, but the theme is very is, is the same. We make Xerah, and then we have to make a second Xerah to back up the first one. Says the Gemara, third one, it's Xerah that you might come to delay Tefillah. Why? This is all it is. Everybody's in a frenzy. They don't have enough time to go to the mikvah. I think this is something we could all relate to. If the mikvah would be open on Yontif, how many people would go to be mitar on Yontif instead of just being, I mean, the mitar or kalim on Yontif instead of taking care of it before? So what? Now, what's, why is that a problem? Why don't we want it to be delayed? Because it's very likely that it's going to come in contact with food. Let's say truma, let's say kachim, and be mitar timing it. So we want to make sure that people have kalim, which is tahar, before Yontif. 
We don't want a Tame Kli sitting on your counter on Yontif morning. Because there might be trim around, there might be Kachim around, there might be Tame. So therefore we make a decree that we ban you from Tovel and Kalim on Yontif. Therefore forcing you to be Mitahari them before Yontif. You're not allowed to immerse it on Yontif. Why? The Brisa says that reason that we said, because we're concerned you might delay toveling it until Yontif. Fourth reason. It's fixing. It's like tikkun. Why is it like tikkun? Because you're making it usable. Until now it wasn't usable, now you're making it usable. The obvious question. So a person also can't go to the mikvah. There's some of all the reasons that we said until now, they don't apply to a person. The last one kind of did. Okay, it's a little kasha. But at least this one, Frekti Gemara, this one about fixing, it applies so much to the person that you're fixing your body. It's a tick into your body. So tomorrow, all the Meneric and Maker, it doesn't appear like you're fixing. You're just, you're just going to cool down. You're jumping in the pool a little bit. My shank and a clee, obviously it looks like you're fixing. It appears that way from the Gemara. Yeah. In other words, the, the, the nearer Kemisakin, the zero out to Makabatit, yeah, it's very interesting. It appears from the Gemara that we have that as well. It all looks good if it's nice water. Clean water, you might jump in to cool down. If it's dirty water, what can you say? Does anybody bathe in dirty water? No. So if you jumped into dirty water, clearly everybody understands you're going to the mikvah. You're fixing yourself. So why should we allow it there? Basil says you could always go to the mikvah. A person could always go to the mikvah. So why? If you tell me it's also the Caitlin because of Nirkimasakane, and you tell me the only reason it's different for a person is why, because it looks like he's cooling himself down. That only makes sense if the person is jumping into clean water. If he's jumping into dirty water, it should be Yasser. There are times that you come Bishar of Rashi says that word means heat. Very, very un- uncommon word. Bishar of a person comes home in heat and he would bathe even in dirty water. He's nothing else. May Mishra is like the one that you soak, like soaking flax, like really nasty water. So bottom line is, it doesn't, it's, it's not perceived like an act of immersion. It might be that uh, the person was just doing it for soaking flax. So even though that's not his real intention, right? His real intention is to, to purify himself, but we still say that it's allowed. Says the Gemara, very good. That's all in the summer when it's hot. In the winter, it's not true. In the, in the winter, obviously, why would you be going in the water? To purify yourself, and still we say it's mutter. We don't say that in the winter, in the summer, in the in the in the winter, you're not allowed to. On the Shabbos in the winter, we don't say you know if a person's tummy he's not allowed to. Sometimes he comes in from the field. He's very dirty with mud. He might go in even in the winter months. He still might go in disgusting water. So bottom line is, it still sometimes is done, and therefore it's not near it like Misakin when you go into that water. So that's all good on Shabbos. Very interesting question. In other words, we never heard that on Yom Kippur, a person's not allowed to go to the mikvah. Furthermore, the Gemara really should do this. I don't know why it doesn't. The price in Yuma says explicitly that the people who have a chiv tefillah on Yom go to the mikvah. It's not also Mishra Mechitza. Why? What's the pshak? Because you're not doing it to, to, for pleasure purposes. You're doing it out of the mitzvah. So you're allowed to go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur if you're a chiv tefillah. Why? Here it's clearly near a kemesakin. What are you going to tell me? No, it's not near a kemesakin. Why? Maybe he's just going to cool himself down or to clean himself off. <laughs> you can't say that on Yom Kippur. So obviously, what's the Misa is clear that he's going to the mikvah. And yet, the Rabbanon didn't say it's awesome. So it's a kasha on our reason. Rav is saying the reason why you can't tovel Kalim is why. Why is Adam any different? 
oh, Adam is different because people are going to just say he's cooling himself down or just washing off mud. But you can't say that on Yom Kippur. And still, you're allowed to go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur. So now it must be that the reason is not because of Nerekim Sakin Kli. For a person, no. In this opinion, we're not concerned about Tzchita as well, at all. If you're Tovah, it's an interesting thing. If I'm Tovahling a Kli, Tovahling the fabric, that's where I'm Choshish. You want that if I go to the mikvah, now I have a towel. Now I'm going to get it wet. Now I might come to do it. The Maisie, you're not crazy. The Gemara and Chavis talks about what you're saying. And that definitely was one of the variables in the Rabbonin's mind. You're not rough. You're not off. But it was never a flat-out Gzera not to go to the mikvah. Gzera, you might make Tzchita. That's, it's very interesting, very subtle. It's Gzera on a Kli, we saw before in Rav Yosef, but not on a person. It's a small thing. I'll give you an example. One of the reasons why Maker I didn't, you could, a person can take a, a, a cold shower on Shabbos, because I would never asserted. Uh, the Isra of Rechitzah was never on cold. But the Mangan Avram already says that we have a minute that we don't do that. We have a minute that too. And that's definitely one of the reasons. Anyway, it's a very, 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 very hard thing. The Gemara and Shabbos applies it when you're taking, carrying the towel by the beach. The Gemara mentions it. There are different times it comes up. And your hair is not Putting water in your hair is not an issue. No, drying it. Who says it? That's what I'm telling you. Who, that, 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 who said you're going to do it? That's where the least of the issue. The Gemara says, Again, you're not allowed to do it. But it's, it's, it, you, the fact that you might just bring out the towel after you may wet is awesome. Meaning, like, it is a true point that on Shabbos, you're not really supposed to wet a towel too much. It's not. There is such a halach. You shouldn't oversaturate a towel on Shabbos. Is that a reason to say a person can't go to the mikvah? Not really. But it's definitely a variable in the minds of the rabbis. Kids are, so we're holding by Akasha. Why are you not usher to go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur? We know it's not. The price on Yom Kippur in Yuma says. Why? If we're saying that near Kamasaki, you should be usher then. The Gemara says a fascinating thing. What's more chum? Shabbos or Yom Kippur? Shabbos, right? Shabbos has chiv skila. Yom Kippur is not. That's why you only had six aliyahs yesterday, not seven, right? To show that Yom Kippur is less college. So it's the Gemara like this. If it's mutter on Shabbos, it has to be mutter on Yom Kippur. Why? But the reason why it's mutter on Shabbos doesn't apply to Yom Kippur, right? The reason why it's mutter on Shabbos to go to the mikvah is because it's not near Kamasakin. On Yom Kippur, it is near Kamasakin. So that's the Gemara saying, Rav is saying interesting lumps. I don't care why. Bottom line, are you allowed to go to the mikvah on Shabbos? Yeah. So then it can't be also on Yom Kippur. Fascinating idea. This Gemara appears in Shabbos as well. That there's a svara that even if there's a din mid rabbonon, which technically should be also on Yom Kippur, and mutter on Shabbos, it has to be mutter on Yom Kippur as well. Because it doesn't make sense to have a din that something's mutter on Shabbos and also on Yom Kippur. Fascinating idea. So, the Gemara, Mizle Rabba Hoel, do we save such svaras? In other words, if something may ikra din should be also, do we ever say a hoel that it should be mutter? Now, you might say that we're broadening this too much, and it might remind you of some other holes in Shabbos. Let's see what here the Gemara compares it to. It says in the Mishnah, on Shabbos you're not allowed to take medication. Why? You might go grind up the medication. So Rabban and Asr are taking medications. Someone whose teeth are hurting him. He can't sip vinegar. Why? Because it's a din of medication, right? You don't sip vinegar unless your tooth is hurting. So it's an act of revuah. You could dip your food in vinegar and eat your food. If you get cured, you're cured. Meaning the Rabban only asked a maisa revuah. So if it's an act which is normal to do, even if it's not for that, you're allowed to do it even though you get cured. So you're allowed to dip your, fret, your bread in the vinegar, but you're not allowed to sip the vinegar in your teeth. Okay. 
What is what, what happened? Raminula, we had a kasha and that Mishnah from the Brisa. The Brisa says, you can't sip vinegar and then spit it out. Because if you sip it and spit it out, clearly that's a mice refua. You could sip the vinegar and swallow it. Because even, sometimes even healthy people who aren't looking to heal themselves will sip a little vinegar to whet their appetite. I don't do that regularly. But in the Gemara's times, it seems that sometimes before a meal, you would sip vinegar and swallow it. So it's a stira. The Mishnah implies sipping vinegar because you have a toothache is always awesome, even if you're swallowing the vinegar. The Brisa says that you're allowed to sip the vinegar and swallow it. So what, we have a stira. Are you allowed to sip vinegar and swallow it? I answered, but he says, you're right. When the Mishnah said that sipping vinegar is also, it only meant if you spit it out. If you, if you, if you would swallow it, it's allowed. That was a bite, which is a very forced answer. The price of was mashma, the only answer is to dip your food in it. It's not true. You're also allowed to sip the vinegar and swallow it. Okay, but that was a bias answer. This is what we want. You could say the Mishnah answered even swallowing below Kasha. It's not a stira to the price. Again, we have a stira. Are you allowed to sip vinegar and swallow it? Is it a Maisa Rafu or not a Maisa Rafu? So we answer, the price of which was Matar is to do it before the meal. Because in the context before you eat, it's normal even for healthy people to sip and swallow. Because again, that's why the healthy people do it, to whet their appetite. So if it's before a meal, so if you have a toothache, you're allowed to do it, even swallow it. Why? Because it's not nicker that it's a maizir fua, because even a healthy person in this context before their meal might swallow it. Khan But the Mishnah which Asr did is talking about after the meal. After the meal, to sip vinegar and swallow it is still nicker that it's a maizir fua. So before the meal, mutter. After the meal, Asr. That was Rava's resolution. Now, what does this have to do with us? V'i'isa, if it's true that there's a svar of hoyel, we should say that since it's mutter before the meal, it has, to be, it has to be that it's mutter after the meal as well. What's the Gemara saying? Well, not Kesher. Over there, we had a Din Madra Bona and it's awesome when it looks like Rafua. It's not awesome when it doesn't look like Rafua. Before the meal, it doesn't look like Rafua. After the meal, it looks like Rafua. The Gemara is saying, no, 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 no. But if it's mutter before the meal, it has to be mutter after the meal also. So what you see from here in the Svar of Hoyle is that it's a, it's a very local sogi. It's a sugya when xeros de rabbanan, when there's a specific reason for xeros de rabbanan, and it makes sense in the context A and not context B, but it's not easy to understand it. You really have to get in deep, deep, deep into the sugya to understand the difference. Like something like that, you're going to have a halacha on Shabbos that you can drink vinegar and swallow it before a meal, but you can't do it and drink it after a meal. Very hard to follow. You really have to back up and be very well learned. So it's easier to just say that since sometimes it's normal, to sip vinegar and swallow it, so it's water. You don't now, get, the Rabbana aren't gonna get so technical and say, but if it's after a meal, it's awesome. That's what should be. The same, what that same Surah of Halil says over here, once it's mutter on Shabbos, it's mutter on Yom Kippur. I, if I get deep into the reasons, it should be usher on Yom Kippur, because on Yom Kippur, it's near, it's, it's near Kemesaki. We don't do that. Once on Shabbos, it became that it wasn't nigger, that it's a Tzorech Tikkun, so we're just matter. Ramat are a person to go to the mikvah. The Rabbanan, like, they don't have to get so, so detailed that in the particular one anomalous case where it comes out that, it, 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 that the reason does apply, they have to asr. As long as it stood up in most cases, we should be matir. So if it stood up for Shabbos, we're not going to asr on Yom Kippur. That was the far that we said of Hol. So so do here. If it stands up before the meal, we're not going to asr after the meal. So the Gemara is having a steer on Rava. So the Gemara answers, no. You're right. It's taka stira. Rava retracted his opinion. Meaning, with the vinegar business, he, tried, he switched his mind. You're right. If it's mutter to swallow before the meal, Hoel should say it's mutter after the meal as well. So I'll give him my How do you know he was closer from there? Maybe he's closer from what he said here. 
maybe he was close there, that, that the reason is out, is out near Kamasak, and that is, on Yom Kippur we say, oh, over here with Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, we wouldn't switch our mind. Titania says in the price, it says black and white. And Yom Kippur, you're allowed to go to the mikvah. What's Pshad? According to Rav, they assert near Kamasakim. So, 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 so for, for Kalim, so it should be near Kamasakim when the person goes to mikvah on Yom Kippur. Elamai, this far from all. That's the only thing we could do. So it looks like Rav does hold of all. I, what's with the vinegar? It must be Rav retracted from the vinegar business. And really, Lalach is, it's mutter to swallow vinegar even after the meal, with the far being whole that it's mutter before the meal, it's mutter after the meal as well. Very different hoel than we, than we talk about other types of holes in shas. Very specific usage of hole in our sukkah. Okay, Vaiter. What did we say? We said in the Mishnah again, you're not allowed to tovel, Kalim. What do we come out, guys? Four reasons. What's the reasons? Rabba is gzeri, you might carry it on Shabbos. We include it in Yom If it's a fabric, you might be sulchid it. And we included even hard materials. Rabibi was a svar that what? Gzeri shemiyashi. You might delay it on Yom when we things. And the fourth svar of Rabba is that it's nira kime sake. And like fixing. So tomorrow now. What did the Mishnah say? You're allowed to do ashok. If you have tummy water, you're allowed to put it into a stone kli and kiss those tummy waters to the mikvah water to be matar them. But you're not allowed to do it in, in, in a kli which is tummy. So the Gemara says, my what does it mean you can't immerse? If you can't immerse a tummy kli by way of its water to be matarit. Meaning if I have a tummy metal kli and I want to be matarit, and I know that the rabbis say I can't, I don't, can't put in tummy water and say, hey, I'm just going to go do hashaka. And, oh, I'll do hashaka and then it's going to come out my kli is good. I'm not allowed to do that. That's what the Mishnah is saying. So if it's a stone kli, which is not makabal tumah, givaldik, over there, clearly it's not tummy. There I'm allowed to bring it and do hashaka. But if I have a tummy cleave that's, let's say, metal or wood, I can't do it. What if I have a tar cleave that's metal or wood? Could I do it? it? Sounds like, yeah. In other words, when the mission was mentioning stone, it didn't mean dafka stone. It meant a way of saying something which is not tummy. We mentioned stone because stone is not a material which is macabre Again, Rashi and Taisus are bothered. Why is this different than drawing water from a well, which is mutter if I have a tummy cleave? We said in Ahmed Aleph, the price has said, if I want to, there is a chatim sa'adabi, adabi mitar, mitar, Go to a well and draw water. Right? That's mutter. Because it's different, right? The whole thing, mitoich nikir myself. So why don't I say that over here? Why don't I say, this is where Ashi and Taisus were bothered. Very hard question. How come we don't say that if I'm going to do ashaka, in that case, when I'm doing ashaka on tummy water, there, I'm allowed to be mitar, my kli. Maybe because that's more an act of, of, of more discernible, that it's, it's, it's purifying, because it's still about purifying. It's less different than a case where you're drawing water from the well. That is so... Ah, yeah, I am. I don't think the Gemara... I, I hear your svar. I hear your svar. Very good svar. I think the words of the Gemara aren't emphasizing that. The words of the Gemara is it's only mutter with, you, with, with your drawing bucket. Meaning, you're going to remember, I was only doing what I was drawing water. But I hear your point. I hear your point. Here, I'm coming with it. There, I'm getting the one. Okay. Fine. Bottom line is, what did we learn? Hashaka is mutter. Being metaira kli. Agav hashaka is awesome. That's what the Mishnah said. Okay, again, yeah. I can, if, I have a, if I have tummy water, I'm allowed to do ashaka on Shabbos Yantif, it sounded like. But if I have a tummy kli, I want to be matarid. Agav ashaka, that is not allowed. So, Sogdikmar, Mani Masisi, who's our Mishnah? Low Rebbe the Rabbanah, it's not Rebbe or the Rabbanah. Tanya, it says in a Brisa, we jump into a Brisa. You can't immerse a tummy kli by way of its tummy water. Agav ashaka, to be matarid. Not only that, you can't even do ashaka. 
Divrei Rebbe. Rebbe says you can't do uh, you can't be matara with the kli agav ashaka, and you can't do ashaka even in a stone kli. So clearly our mission is not ready, right? Our mission is not for doing ashaka in a stone kli. The Rabbanon seem to say both are permitted. You're allowed to do ashaka. You're also allowed when you're doing ashaka to do it in a tamei kli and be matara the tamei kli. So frak the gemara mani. Who's our mishnah? Our mishnah makes a split between ashaka and being matara the kli. E rabbi kasha ashaka. If it's rabbi, rabbi says you're not allowed to do either one. So the mishnah that said ashaka's mutter is difficult. E rabbanon. If it's the rabbanon that say that both are permitted kasha atvala tvila is shver. The mishnah said tvila is aser. And the Rabbanon say, once I'm doing Ashalka, you could be Matar the Kli. Says, Mari Baisim Rebbe, Baisim Rabbanon. It could be either Rebbe or the Rabbanon. E Baisim Rebbe, Reisha the Brides of Yantif. The first part of Rebbe's ruling in the Brides was only talking about Yantif. The Seifa the Shabbos, the end part of Rebbe's ruling in the Brides was talking about Shabbos. In other words, when Rebbe said, you can't do Ashalka and you can't do Tvilah, first, I'm sorry, he said, you can't do Tvilah and you can't do Ashalka, he's not talking about both on Shabbos and Yantif. The first part is only talking about Yontif, meaning you can't be toveling the Kli, Agava Hashaka is on Yontif. And in that case, on Yontif, you're allowed to do Hashaka. Actually, Rebbe Old, you could do Hashaka on Yontif, just like our Mishnah. And it was saying, don't be tovel the Kli on Yontif, though, Agava Hashaka. The second part of the prize that says, don't do Hashaka, that Rebbe says, don't do Hashaka, is only talking about Shabbos. Very, very forced. Rebbe says in the Brayzah, don't be matar the Kli Agav Ashaka, and don't do Ashaka. So we assume it's talking about both, Yantav and Shabbos. Says, no, 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 no. The first line, don't do Tvila Agav Ashaka, is, only, is talking about Anyantiv. But then on Taka Anyantiv, Hashaka is mut. You only can't be matar or Tamei Kli Agav Ashaka. The second part of his statement that you can't do Ashaka is talking about on Shabbos. So Mamela, our Mishnah that says you could do Ashaka and not do Tvila Agav Ashaka is going like Rebbe, and our Mishnah would be talking about Anyantif, so everything's very good. Very forced proud in Rebbe, but that's what we're saying. Our Mishnah, which was Mashma, which is Matur doing Ashaka, but not Matur, Tovaling a Kli Agav Ashaka, we'll be talking about Yantif. Second shot, our entire Mishnah, which is Matur doing Ashaka, but Asr being Matar Tamakilim, we're talking about Shabbos. We're going to do the same thing on Shabbos. We're going to do the same thing. On Shabbos, the Rabbanon Armachalik, between immersing and Hashaka. In the Brisa, when the Rabbanon Armachalik, it sounded like doing both. It's only talking about Yontif. But on Shabbos, the Rabbanon Armachalik. The Rabbanon Armachalik on Shabbos, and they agree that immersing atomically Agav Hashaka is Aser. And our Mishnah is only talking about Shabbos. So two very different approaches. We thought we had a Machlekes Rebbe in the Rabbanon in Gantzim about Toveling a Kli Agav Ashaka and doing Ashaka. Rebbe was asering both, both on Shabbos and Yantif. Rabbanon Armatur, both, both on Shabbos and Yantif. So we didn't understand our Mishnah, which is splitting between them. The Gemara is answering, either we made a mistake in Rebbe. Rebbe is actually Mechalik between the two on Yantif, and he only means to asser both on Shabbos. And our Mishnah is saying, oh, like Rebbe, only on Yantif you could split the two. Or, the, or our Mishnah is Shabbos. The Rabbanon split the two on Yantif. You could do Ashaka on Yantif and not Tova the Kli. I'm sorry, the Rabbanon and Yantif are matter both. On Shabbos they split, and our Mishnah is talking about Shabbos. So it's very, very difficult exactly in the nuance what comes out. But bottom line is, our Mishnah is matter Ashaka, not matter Tovaling Akliyak of the Ashaka. It's unclear if our Mishnah is only talking about Shabbos, but on Yantif you could do both. Or Pung Fakert, the Mishnah is only talking about on Yantif, but on Shabbos even Hashaka is awesome. That you got to figure out as a machlokas between Rabbi and the Rabbanon.